Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, January 23rd, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. As we told you yesterday, James saw the Broadway production of Choir Boy last night, hence I'm on my own today. Also, scheduling note, tomorrow we will come to you a little later than normal, because tonight I will be attending the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts, where the Philip Company of the National Tour of Hamilton is in town. So James and I will record on Thursday morning. The show will probably be out around 8, so adjust your schedules accordingly. Okay, on to the news. We have to start off today's show with a bit of sad news, as yesterday we learned that legendary stage and screen actress Kay Ballard passed away at the age of 93. Ballard made her Broadway debut in 1952, replacing the also legendary Rose Marie in Top Banana, a show which she eventually took on the road. Two years later, she originated the role of Helen in The Golden Apple, and then in 1962, she co-starred in the musical Carnival. On screen, she was a regular on The Perry Como Show, as well as The Doris Day Show, and was a fixture as a guest and recurring star on television shows for decades thereafter. She also originated the role of one of the stepsisters in the original television production of Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, opposite Julie Andrews. Ballard was last seen on Broadway as a replacement in the 1981 production of the Public's Pirates of Penzance, playing Ruth, while also being a member of the Full Monty Company that went out on tour two decades later. She also regularly did shows across the country, including an acclaimed production of Follies in 1998 at the Paper Mill Playhouse. And in 2006, she actually released her memoir, the wonderfully titled How I Lost 10 Pounds in 53 Years. Her passing comes just days after a new documentary on her life called The Show Goes On won the Audience Favorite Award at the Palm Springs Film Festival. There have been a ton of fond remembrances on social media from folks across the entertainment communities, not just theater, since the news of her passing was announced. We wish the best to all of Ballard's friends, family, and fans. Godspeed, Kay Ballard. Moving to happier news, yesterday Deadline reported that following in the footsteps of Pretty Woman, another Julia Roberts film is currently being adapted for a Broadway stage. This time it is the Amy Holden Jones film Mystic Pizza and will feature a score by iconic folk rock singer Melissa Etheridge. The incredibly busy Sass Goldberg will write and Gordon Greenberg will direct. No word yet as to where the show will make its world premiere, but an announcement is expected shortly. The show features on three women working in a pizza place, uh, so this should be a wonderful opportunity for three talented women to sing the hell out of a Melissa Etheridge score. Now, Mystic Pizza is not the only show that we heard about yesterday aiming for Broadway. We heard about a couple others. First, with almost no fanfare at all, both Broadway World and Playbill were decked out in red banners with an iconic image of Michael Jackson splashed across them. When you clicked on the banners, they took you to don'tstoponbroadway.com, which had almost no info other than the words coming to Broadway. You could also sign up for their mailing list. It seems safe to assume that this is the latest incarnation of the Michael Jackson musical that will feature a book by two-time Pulitzer Prize winner Lynn Nottage and will be directed and choreographed by Christopher Wheeldon. We originally discussed this show over the summer uh, when it was, was kind of announced, and then it had a dance lab in September and October, which we told you about. At the time of that lab, the show said that it was planning on coming to Broadway in 2020, so this seems to line up with that as well. The show at that point was called Westlake after the King of Pops recording studio, but I think that it is probably safe at, at this point to assume that it's going to be called Don't Stop Till You Get Enough or something along those lines based off of the uh, domain name and URL. 
Now, perhaps coincidentally, perhaps not, but yesterday afternoon, Boston's Emerson Colonial Theater posted a short video on social media that said, following Moulin Rouge last year, the venue's historic status as a pre-Broadway tryout ground was intact, and that later this week, they would have another exciting announcement. Now, I have no inside information here, but the timing seems conspicuous. A major ad buy from a show with little more than key art on the same day that a major out-of-town theater teases an upcoming announcement. Of course, those two things could be completely unrelated, but they could also just as easily be completely related. So only time will tell. Now, in other Motown-related news, yesterday a new equity audition notice was posted for the Broadway revival of Dreamgirls. This time it says that the show will grace the Great White Way in the 2019-2020 season. Now, of course, we've heard this before, um, so I'll believe it when I see it, but I have heard some rumors about casting, and apparently director Casey Nicola is still deciding on his Effie. Amber Riley is apparently no longer attached. But one of the people in the mix, and the one for my money that I think Casey should go with, to me was a breakout star from the 2017-2018 Broadway season. In fact, I would say that she had the most impressive vocals that I heard on Broadway last season, despite the fact that she does not appear on her show's cast album. How you like them blind items, Michael Asialo? Anyway, also yesterday over at Broadway World, we exclusively learned about an exciting reading that recently happened. Last week, a group including Bonnie Milligan, Shoshana Bean, Terrence Mann, Nancy Opal, Max Crum, and Chip Zion got together to work on a new show called Greetings from Niagara Falls from the legendary team of Harvey Firestein and Alan Menken, along with Jack Feldman. J.V. Mercanti directed the reading. Apparently, the show is still in its pretty early stages, as it doesn't even have producers attached yet, and the reading was just for the writers to see it up on its feet. However, with a team like that, let alone that awesome cast, I would not be surprised if this moves forward fairly quickly. Next up, let's take a look at last week's Broadway grosses delayed a day because of the MLK holiday. Broadway remained relatively steady, dipping just 0.75% despite being down a show. In total, the main stem collected receipts of $31,937,248. Obviously, the extreme cold last week put a bit of a damper on folks coming into the city, perhaps, but it was a holiday weekend, which more than likely balanced that out a bit. In its closing week, School of Rock was the largest gainer, picking up nearly $174,000 over the previous week. In total, 22 of Broadway's 31 shows saw week-to-week -week gains. Hamilton was, of course, uh, one of the shows to see a bump, picking up about 60k to come in at $3,217,087. Cursed Child was the only other show above $2 million, while The Lion King, To Kill a Mockingbird, Wicked, Dear Evan Hansen, Mean Girls, Frozen, Aladdin, The Book of Mormon, The Share Show, Network, Come From Away, and Waitress, welcome back Sarah Bareilles, all eclipsed seven figures. Choir Boy was the lowest grocer, which honestly is not unusual for an MTC play, but it actually picked up more than $82,000, so that's a positive sign. In terms of the shows that we are keeping an eye on for potential closing notice watch, The Prom, my beloved The Prom, stayed steady, dipping just about $4,000 to come in at over $619K. Not a great total and probably not covering expenses, but not terrible enough that I think we have to worry about it closing up shop before it gets to spring. 
Beautiful picked up 66K to come in at $670,658. Anastasia drew a modest bump up to $664,000. And the band's visit was at about $582,000. That's the third straight week that it's been under $600K. For reference, the only other time that the band's visit has been below that total before the three weeks of this month of this calendar year so far was in its first week of previews when it played one single performance. So not looking great for the folks from uh, uh, the band's visit right now. That being said, I don't think that any of these shows are in such bad shape that they kind of announce an unexpected closing before summer. So I would think that if a show is currently running, it should be here until Labor Day. Now, the new shows that will open in the next few months, though, that's anyone's guess at this point. Okay, let's close the show today with some show and casting news. We told you about this yesterday, but on The Tonight Show, Carrie Washington did confirm that American Son will be filmed for Netflix. However, it will be slightly different in its setup than many stage-to-screen captures. After the show officially closes, the cast will do the show again on the set without an audience. However, it won't be at the theater where the show is currently playing. Instead, production will begin in February. The filming will be a cross between a stage filming and a traditional TV filming when it comes to how the cameras will capture the action. So I'm assuming there'll be some close-ups and uh, actually cameras in the middle of the police station where the show is set. Now, do you guys remember we talked about this new service called streamingmusicals.com that records shows that they call soundstage musicals? To me, that's what this approach to American Sun sounds like. Um, it's an interesting extension of the stage to streaming concept, and I'm glad that Netflix is continuing to invest in Broadway preservation. Anyway, also yesterday it was announced that joining Carmen Cusack, Carol Kane, Brad Oscar, and Lauren Warsham in Encore's upcoming staging of Call Me Madam will be Randy Rainbow, Jason Gote, and Daryl Hammond. The show will run from February 6th through the 10th. And finally, another casting news on Tuesday, the upcoming off-Broadway show Chick Flick the Musical announced its casting. Leading the new show from Susie Kahn will be Lindsay Nicole Chambers, Megan Sakura, Sharon Catherine Brown, and Carla Dern. In the musical, a group of friends get together to unwind, watch a chick flick, and play their favorite drinking game. As the festivities proceed and the tequila flows, can the power of meet-cutes and makeover montages save the day as relationship drama and career crisis bubble to the surface? The press release says that Chick Flick the Musical celebrates the healing power of sisterhood, laughter, and life lessons from the movies we know and love. This show will begin performances at the West Side Theater on February 21st. Anyway, that's all I've got today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. As I said, we'll be slightly late, actually around this time tomorrow morning after I see Hamilton at the Dr. Phillips Center. So uh, check us out tomorrow around 8 o'clock. James and I will be back to talk to you then. In the meantime, have a great hump day.